Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 9. Beginning in verse 1, we read, He called the twelve together and he gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Now here we have Jesus sending the boys out alone for the first time. This was a rather significant event in their lives as well as in the advancement of the kingdom as a whole. He, quote, called the twelve together, end quote. Thus this sending out was done together. There was in it a unity of spirit and a oneness of heart and direction. The New Testament ministry model was one of sending out a disciple into the field of service with the blessing of another. One usually a mentor in some way. Such an ideal provided for order, for consistency, character, reputation, and some counsel in that calling. Many today take the high road of claiming a direct call from God. God told them to do one thing or another uh, in the way of a grand ministry. But they often have no one earthly willing to back them and no godly counsel to support them or their ministry endeavor. But you need to know that this was not the way of Jesus Christ. Even Paul the Apostle was ultimately backed by those in Jerusalem so that he might minister for God. This is not somehow a denominational appeal I'm giving you, but rather a call for a horizontal reputation as well as a vertical one to give one a confirmation or a declaration of his call to ministry. 1 Timothy 3.8 in the New Living Testament says this, In the same way, deacons must be people who are respected and have integrity. So, you see, as for the apostles, it was Jesus who gave them the power and Jesus who gave them the authority to use that power. They were indeed able to exercise the miraculous, cast out demons, and heal the sick. And while the manifestation of God's authority in their life and ministry, uh, that of an individual today may be uniquely and even individually exercised, We need to acknowledge that the power and the authority will indeed be present and identifiable in any individual who claims God's calling. One's calling, or the lack thereof, will be evident in the totality of that individual's living. Verse 2 we read on, he says, He sent them out to preach God's kingdom and to heal the sick. Now let us take note of just what it was that these early ministers were supposed to be doing out there in their ministries. They were to, quote, preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick, end quote. Now elsewhere we read that they were also given the directions to make disciples. This is a rather simple and direct call of God upon those who were to go forth with authority. Note that they were not to seek success through personal appearances, or financial gain. They were not called to motivate the voters. They were not to build mega churches or to seek to make word of God more palatable. It was God's church, not theirs, 
And we would do well not to forget that even today. Colossians 3.2 says, Set your mind on the things that are above, not on the things that are on the earth. Verse 3 says, And he said to them, Take nothing for your journey, no staffs, no wallet, no bread, no money. Don't have two tunics each. And Jesus now begins to give some detailed instructions as to how to conduct this ministry assignment. Firstly, they were to have to trust God for their material needs. They were to go with nothing but what they were wearing. Not a walking staff, which also was used for protection, by the way. Not a bag, no food, no money. And they would apparently be required to minister by faith. A faith exercised every day for the needs of that day. Jesus, it seems, wanted to be sure that they would not be distracted or attempt to operate in their own strength and their own power and talents. Too much stuff, it seems, would get in the way of the message. There was a rule among the rabbis in that day that you could not enter the temple area with a staff, shoes, or money bag. They did this because they wanted to avoid even the appearance of being engaged in any other business other than the service of the Lord. The disciples were engaged in that holy work also, and they too could not risk giving the impression that they had any other motive. Verse 4 says, Into whatever house you enter, stay there and depart from there. As many as don't receive you, when you depart from that city, shake off even the dust from your feet for a testimony against them. They departed and went throughout the villages, preaching the good news and healing everywhere. The apostles were not to move from house to house in an effort to find more comfortable lodging or certainly not to play politics in the community in which they were ministering. They were to just preach the word and let that word have its way. If Christ was not accepted in that place, they weren't to organize a political organization or pass legislation to force dictated behavior. They weren't also to gossip or badmouth those who rejected their gospel. They were to simply, quote, shake the dust from their feet, end quote, and move on. On to somewhere else, on to someone else. Someone who would receive the word of God. There are plenty of folks out there that have yet to have an opportunity to hear the good news. Thus the apostles now, they departed from Jesus. But please note they didn't depart from his spirit, for he was forever with each one of them. But it was time to step out and feed others. It was time to grow up and serve a new generation of God's children. Time to concern themselves, well, frankly, with someone other than themselves. So they went forth. They preached and they ministered. They did exactly what Christ had commissioned them to do, and they did not fail in the least. I wonder, are we as obedient and committed? Because it seems that most of us are 4F when it comes to actually fighting. We are AWOL, always an excuse, always a reason that we cannot go. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.